Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paul Hawksby. Oh, and Andy Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> Always on the ball. That's me. Um, and welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined in the studio by Jar Wobble. What are we'll they? find out how he got that name. Good laugh, he was. He, he was, was good. He's a big uh, Spurs fan. He was uh, telling us a few tales. Hmm. Um, and also Olaf Falafel, the comedian. Everybody had a bit of a funny name today. <laughs> Olaf Falafel, comedian and illustrator, children's book. He's got a very good. Neither of them. I don't think that's their real names. No, that's very true. So, although Sockley, that is his real Sockley name. Sockley Park. You're going to hear. Him yeah, that is his real name. Uh, that is his real name. Um, how did he get on? In don't ask me. And some various bits and pieces. Uh, we had planning news, etc. Andy ranting again about uh, Chelsea, yeah. as you'd expect. Of course. Uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Let's start with a question. Oh, uh, yeah. Can you buy 11 new players in one transfer window? <laughs> I think I think it's a, it's, it's a real shame that I can't read out the WhatsApps that you send me uh, during and after Chelsea games because we would be taken off air. I'd be, I think I'd be safer talking about Dennis politic. But um, some of the, 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 the ravings of a madman. No, they're not. My weekend went rapidly downhill at 12.34. Honestly. Christensen, I, I've never seen anything like it. I don't know what. I've been, you know, basically I think Frank Lampard's done a reasonable job so far. And I've yeah. been... Keeping my counts, I don't want to be critical because I know it's a difficult season and all that stuff. But when you pick him over tomorrow, I just don't get that. Well, no, no, no Chelsea's injured. Or he's, he's not injured. He's on the bench. If he's on the bench, he's, he oh, can play. He's not fit to start, Andy. You've well, got to trust Frank. He hasn't let you down. So I'm sorry. That is just unacceptable. I mean, that piece on Match of the Day of being bullied by Calvin uh, Calvert Lewin yeah. was so embarrassing. I mean, it's like being bullied by Judge Rinder. It's absolutely appalling. Huh? No. Have you ever been bullied by Judge Rinder? Oh, eight seven one seven. Yeah. Honestly, I'm oh, really. He's not been the same player since he made that rick against Barca. And personally, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't oh. pick him. There was always a danger of that, though, wasn't there? You know, Duncan comes in and they're going to get a lift and they have a bit. Oh, yeah, they were well, ratting around, weren't they? They're they were a different do. team. Yeah, you know they're going to lump the ball along. I mean, those Wimbledon 88 tactics that he... It's your turn in the barrel, Everton. Christiansen's that is. They now, won't, they now won't work. You. That won't work for Everton. As soon as Everton come up against a team that actually play with a bit of heart and match them for physically, like the, which is what you need to do, they'll lose because you can't play. They just give the ball away the whole time. All you needed was a centre-half and head the ball. I mean, I, you know... I, 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 
I can't even say what I want to say. I mean, really, honestly. <laughs> well, I think you said that on those Pitiful. WhatsApps. No, uh, yeah. you know, it just really, really... You weren't particularly impressed with Conte, you were telling me as well. well He's a, a player honest, that everybody would want. Brilliant at winning the ball. He runs about. He's got a tremendous engine. but And he has games where he's absolutely brilliant, like in the Super Cup final mm. against Liverpool. He was wonderful that night. But he has games where, he, honestly, he's like a dog with a balloon. He can't control the ball. Three-yard pass, he can't make that. He, just, he lost the ball for the first goal, but basically Christensen was at fault for every single goal. I mean, and Kepper. I mean, about four weeks ago... Stitched Matt's up got, like a Kepper. Matt Scott said to me, you do know that Kepper statistically is the worst keeper in the Premier League. And I was thinking, is he? And then now, since he said that, I've been watching him, I think, oh, yeah, and I see what you mean now. I mean, his shot-to-save ratio is terrible. The kick, I think it's worse, his attitude. Mm. I mean, that kick, that third goal was entirely his fault for that ridiculous kick out. Yeah. And it's sort of like, oh, well, it's not me, is it? It's everybody else, you know. I just, I don't know. But it's interesting, because under Marco Silva, they would never have adopted those Wimbledon tactics, that's for sure. Well, they wouldn't think, have been as, uh, there wouldn't have been that urgency in their play. You knew from the off, yeah. they were right up for it. They'll, but leave, they'll, get, they'll get hammered at United. Do you want them to go down? Of course. Yeah. Uh, Steve McManaman. <laughs> so what's the way it? Who beats No, we them. are the run-enders, though. We play West Ham, they hadn't won for seven games. Yeah. They win against Chelsea. We play against Everton, they're absolutely hopeless. They also haven't won for ages. They win. Bournemouth, they've got no players. I know, a lot of injuries. It, completely injuries. They haven't won, in, they've lost five games in a row. Get your money on Bournemouth for Saturday. It's gu- guaranteed. Yeah. Really, honestly. <laughs> Steve McManaman was running. I've really enjoyed the game. I thought, of course you have. Chelsea are losing. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be happier, could you? Well, you know, what do you expect him to say? Oh, God, I didn't enjoy it at all. What a... T- <laughs> Two one, they mm. were they were still in the game. Chelsea, yeah, they yeah. could. You would have asked them to go on and nick a point, but you know that kick out was hopeless. Or well, I was fascinated by Burnley. Obviously, not great at the Pep Guardiola style tactical fouling. No, what on earth did they do? The, to Danny Murphy the four about of them it, yeah. on the halfway line. Why didn't they bring him down? I what know. Yeah, all you got to do is just got to read, put out a foot. It was very good of them not to hopeless. do that though. Fantastic. I did enjoy Juan Basaka. Uh, before they started talking about him and Tony Cascarino, I, I just thought this boy is defensively absolutely brilliant. He had yeah. Sterling in his pocket, didn't he, really? and uh, That was know, a great performance again off the back of know, Tottenham. You often wonder whether they were able to go again, but they were brilliant, weren't you they? Know, sometimes you, you go, oh, he's, saying he's not great going forward. Let's go with the bloke that's great going forward. But in the end, defenders have to defend yeah that's the whole point of it mm. and so if you're playing you know if England are playing against a, a good team like France he'd be a much better bet than somebody who's good going forward but can't actually defend like you know like Alexander Arnold who's, who's yeah. a very good player he's a wonderful player but I mean know, really defensively he's nowhere near as good as Wamba Saka there are other option there Trippier is the same mm. he's much better going forward than he is defensively yeah, yeah. so, so it's no, a you good, make a good it's, point it's a good option for he's going to get a look in now yeah. understand Andy mm. you had a fall at the weekend is this right <laughs> how do you know you told me. Oh, did I? How did I know about it? You said to me, I'll oh, tell yeah, you yeah. on air. You oh, said, I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought I hadn't mentioned it. No, you said to me, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll oh, tell yeah. you on air. That way I had a fall. Oh, come on, idiot. I was completely at... stacked it. Is this right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So where were you? I was on the tube. Uh, I was oh, coming yeah. in Leicester Square tube station, catching a train to the embankment mm. at Northern Line. Didn't fall the doors over, were he had open. a fall. No, the doors were open. Yeah. And I thought, I could just see it, and I thought, I'll sprint for that. And I, and I thought I'll just make a nice. There was an empty space in front. There was no, there weren't a lot of people on the in the carriage. So I thought yeah. I'll leap from the platform, gazelle like, yeah. onto the platform and nice. arrive in a quite a stylish way. Yeah. And I caught my foot on the edge of the train. <laughs> on the lip. On the lip of the train. So I went flying. I landed full blast on both knees. Fell forward. 
really, really hurt. People were coming around me. Are you all right, mate? Are you all right, sir? Are you okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <sighs> Oh, I wish I'd seen it. <laughs> Somebody's filmed it. It'd be good. So you went down on the knees, caught oh, it, and then what? Bag so flying everywhere. Coat, really painful. Yeah. Coat bag the lot was it? Yeah. Glasses no, come every, off. No, the glasses, glasses skew if. I'm trying to get a mental image of this. Did skew Bit it, Eric yeah. Morecambe sort of around the side of your head. It wasn't the most graceful entrance I've Headphones ever made. everywhere, yeah. bags. You didn't run into anybody though. You didn't nut anybody no, on your way no, down. No, that would have been good. That, yeah, that would have yeah. been terrible. If it was a yeah. full carriage and you'd done that, yeah, you'd come skittled a load of people. <laughs> it would have been disastrous, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. There you go. So how are the knees? They grazed or bruised uh, or no, what? No, they're bruised. You got a proper Nan's rhubarb and custard no, bruise. They're all bruised inside. Oh, okay. Internal bruising. Can you tell that? Just, surely it <laughs> manifests itself it as hurts. a bruise. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby <laughs> and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Uh, last week in Don't Ask Me, the uh, moment of the show, right at the end every Monday when we put Andy's memory of last week uh, to the test with five questions based on every day uh, of the uh, shows, he got five out of five. Well, he didn't. Sockley Park, his yeah. alter ego, his uh, glove puppet chum got five out of five. So Sockley's back this afternoon. Yeah, I'm so just getting him out now. Just getting he's been, it. He's been in the bag. He's been in my bag. Sockley, he's looking a bit, he's looking a bit <laughs> weathered. He's a bit he creased. Is. He is a bit creased. He'll be right. He's just give him a bit he's of a, He's a sort of Santa stocking thing, a sort of yeah. red and white felt thing. But Andy has sellotaped eyes onto him. A bit creepy, really. But anyway, um, we'll be we'll be doing that. Um, also, uh, Olaf Falafel pops in to see us. Uh, comedian, author, fine illustrator as well. He's put some football illustrations together. And um, you've been suggesting some um, new ones mm. for him. So we'll explain more when he joins us later on. We'll talk boxing uh, as well, in light of uh, Anthony Joshua's fine win at the weekend. And Bruce Mennington joins us from the Racing Post. Uh, a big story in the world of racing this weekend. A number of top jockeys are banned for 10 days. They're going to be appealing against it for not spotting a yellow mm. flag and, 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 and stopping in a race, which they say they didn't see. And it's going to be expensive mm. for them all over the busy Christmas period. But um, uh, before all of that, Andy, um, I thought we might try something a little bit different we haven't done before. Yeah. It's a um, It's a T20... One size fits all. You know that uh, little thing we used to do yeah. back in the day where you uh, you have mm. to do... Fits all, of course, was known as one size in the dressing room. So mm. it's what this person would be known as in the dressing room. And so we're asking you to come up with one today. And um, this is a, a South End player. Um, okay. And his name is Brandon Goodship. Brandon Goodship. So what's he known as in the dressing room? Lollipop. Lollipop, yeah. Venus for the rugby oh, yeah, players out true, there. Yeah. I don't sing the whole song. But uh, <laughs> I'll put that to the TalkSport <laughs> listeners as well. Just a one-off thing. Good old Brandon Goodship. I think I think with Venus and Lollipop, we've probably... They must call him... Uh, so I imagine he's called Lollipop, then somebody's called him Lolly, yeah. then someone's called him Lol. He's probably known as Lol in the South End dressing room. Or Popo. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Brandon Goodship. What a tremendous what name. What a great name. Oh, I love that name. Talking of names, it was yeah. great to see Brighton bring on Lady Bracknell's favourite player yesterday. Oh, yeah. 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 A handbag. Yeah, 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 on the wing. They, they should be quite tempted, really. If you're, if you're doing the commentary on, the, on Brighton at any point, you should say it like... Uh, 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of think the next time Martin's doing one of their games, he'll he'll he'll, he'll do that in the style <clears> of <throat> yeah, that would be good. Um, terrible news for you, oh, yeah. Andy, as What's a fan that? of uh, of dog shows. Peter yeah. Purvis has been axed from Crufts. What? I know, I knew, I knew I'd get that reaction. 40 years, man and boy, has been doing That's it. That's a bit harsh. 40 years. He says it's ageism, pure and simple. Oh, it is. They, wanna, is they obviously... The That's pe pathetic. They want to take it in a different direction. Oh, you can imagine. Honestly. So I don't know if they've said that. I'm just guessing that. But um, <laughs> but anyway, I was just thinking, Andy, so that wrong, maybe then. we Why should Why don't you wait in? for Peter to retire? Can't what have we, you got to do that? If we start to lobby talk sport, to, mm -hmm. would dog shows on the radio work? I'm yes. looking next door. Producer thinks not. I mean, well, I might get you to produce <clears> it because your <throat> job is to make it work, John. <laughs> uh, if you call yourself a producer of radio, <clears throat> if I say to you, uh, dog <clears throat> show, go, you've got to turn Crufts into a radio extravaganza. Well, it's, it's the powers of description. You've it's got to be able to, you know, describe well, the that's dogs. Where, that's where Pete pops in. I mean, yeah. if, if, oh, you if think we're willing? Oh, well, I'm, saying, well, I'm yeah. saying we... Yeah, <clears throat> Good oh, yeah excuse me. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll get yeah. Peter Purvis to step in and be our man at Crufts. Well, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not putting up the money or anything. It's nothing to do with me. <laughs> but we've done the darts on the radio and they said that wouldn't work and it's been absolutely fantastic as it will be again uh, We can start our talk Crufts just for the you know, little radio station. Just a little talk Crufts little station. Yeah, I think that could yeah, work. Okay, well, look, we'll put that to the mm. bosses. We'll put a pitch together and our own John Callaghan there to produce it. Obviously, a man with so many uh, what was that you suggested Croft Hargreaves has been suggested as, uh, as one of the presenters that's very clever that's yeah. clever at all no it's not is it really <clears throat> Excuse me. You're right. You're a bit no, I, I like the uh, gossip columnists and the gossip columns in the uh, papers. This one uh, attracted me. Uh, somebody called Anne Marie has fallen victim to. Uh, She's a singer, isn't she? Yes, Anne I believe Marie? so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Capitals Jimmy Hill's drunken messages, apparently. Uh, speaking, Jimmy Hill. Yeah, exactly. Speaking before she opened day two of Jingle Bell Ball, Jimmy confessed. <laughs> These are just words, Anne. No, you don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> Jimmy confessed. I've got to apologise, actually, Anne-Marie, because I DM'd you the other day, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good old Jim. That's yeah, not can't true. Be the, yeah, obviously, wasn't, wasn't, be the same obviously not the same Johnson, one. Johnson, planning news. Yes, please. Um, when uh, young journalists aren't perusing uh, mm. Twitter or other social media outlets, they look at planning news for uh, the rich and famous mm. uh, and see if anything's popped up. Well, uh, somebody dropped on the other day because Carl Walker has riled his neighbours by planning a 13-foot screen mm. around his five-a-side football pitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be a bit annoying for the neighbours. He's really. already... He said he's already put up a six-foot artificial ivy barrier. Remember ivy barrier? <laughs> lovely She's going girl. bingo with my nan. She's a lovely woman <laughs> without planning permission. Can you put up a six-foot ivy barrier without planning permission? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Uh, the Man City Defender, 29, now uh, wants to uh, keep it and double its height. So uh, Ivy Barrow is about to get 13 foot tall. Uh, I th that could be tricky. I don't think you'll win that one. That you don't think? Well, I mean, difficult. you're not in the planning department no. up in the northwest, Andy. You don't know what you're talking about. This story I told you as well yeah. uh, is a real Johnny we'll Nash. We'll keep an eye on that for you. Who can mm. possibly forget the will they, won't they on <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Keegan's Keegan. extension? We kept you in touch with that for months and we'll be right across. Do we ever resolve it? Carl Walker's Ivy Barrier, latest edition. <laughs> Interview with Pep. Did... Kevin ever get the yeah, extension. Yeah, Kevin got his extension. Now remember, we yeah. played uh, we played a bit of uh, the, the, the Pogues when no, he got celebrate. it. Well, that's very yeah, nice, yeah. isn't it? Uh, a British team has won the Drone Racing World Championship for a third consecutive year after a contest, contest rather, <laughs> between eight teams in a Romanian salt mine. Yeah. Which is 
odd enough to start with. The pilots wore goggles, well, they would do, it's a salt mine, giving a first-person view from their drones as they flew at almost 100 miles an hour. This is the bit that gets me. Some 180,000 people, used to be, was it 180? No, 180,000 people watched the final, which was broadcast live on the Champs-Élysées in Paris. So really, people turned out in Paris, 180,000 people on the streets of Paris. Wouldn't we have heard about that? <laughs> no, it seems impossible. Why didn't they hold it on the streets of Paris? They weren't just people... Why did they go to Romania to sort mine when all the interest was in the Champs-Élysées? I'd have held it on the Champs-Élysées. They weren't just sort of gilets jeunes people. There wouldn't have been 180,000 people at a salt mine. They weren't just sort of gilets jeunes people who were just kind of watching watching it for nothing better to do while they're out on the streets uh, of Paris. I'm only the messenger here. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm only Fair reading enough. what's in the paper. Now, but... in Striker, the excellent um, mm. uh, comic strip in The Sun, you went off Striker. I found it hard to believe because mm. you're a big fan, but you went off Striker at one period uh, when they came up with... It's not in there anymore, is it? Is well, it... the World League. Yeah. May you remember the World League? I just realised yeah, it hasn't been there for a few months. Well, maybe they're having a bit of a break. Uh, oh, don't, yeah. don't uh, have you heard what's been going on? Um, because uh, Florentino Perez, the rail president, has put forward the idea for a world league. Oh, go away. He has, Just yeah. Go away. A 40 team world league, Andy. Who um, wants that? Nobody well, wants uh, that. Certainly, Alexander Seferin doesn't. Uh, the UEFA president has called it insane. Uh, well, he's got a point. It would be hard it? to think of a more egotistical scheme, he said. Far fetched. I cannot believe anyone has dreamed it up. I agree. So with there you. we are. So the World League, but uh, look out for it. And um, oh, yeah. is it, uh, uh, do you think we're too old? Arthur, <laughs> are you too old? You think, Andy? For are us you to, too old? I'm certainly too are old. You too the old? answer to that question will always be yes. <laughs> are you too old for us? For me and John, our producer, in between his work on making crafts happen on radio, are you too old for us to take you to see Father Christmas? What's the cutoff? You think for taking someone to see Father for an? What do you think? You'd say a bit <laughs> eight, older eight than that. to ten. Ten, would you say? Ten, twelve? I mean, yeah, twelve. I mean, twelve. Twelve. Twelve's see. getting on a bit. Okay, fair enough. So, would you like to come and see? Would you like to go and see Santa? No, you're not keen. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, I don't know. I well, mean, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, no, I think I don't you'd. Know. I think you'd I mean, have to. Um, yeah. I think it would be nice for you to see. Well, we can go. I don't mind. Yeah, Will I get a little present for Ask for a left back. I think you might. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know how much it costs these days to see Santa on average? You pop in and see him in your local department store or if there is such a thing. Well, I would have said a fiver, but I bet it isn't. I bet it's more oh, like no. a tenner. Well, it's gone up. They reckon it's the average cost was £9.39 to see uh, the, the great man. I hope you get something more than just a sort of, you know... Oh, no, you'll get, you'll get, yeah. you know, Santa, he'll give you a gift. Well, he's not yeah. gonna, you're not going to leave empty-handed. <laughs> Not like being in bullseye. Look what you could have had. It's, uh, you won't go far wrong with this action man. Couldn't do that. Tony there. Don't look at all the things you could have had. Ridiculous. But no, he's gone up £12.63 yes, in the last good. three years. 35% increase. Santa, mm. he's raking it in. He's doing all right at the moment, isn't he? He's just, well, it's his big, busy time of year. He's like a football agent. Yeah. He's got to make it now, hasn't he? That's the yeah. thing with Santa. He makes his money. This is very much well, it's very his much cup his final, final, isn't he? And, quite, you know, quiet the rest of the year. March. Really. March, he's, he's got no that's nothing down well, for him. He quite likes Cheltenham. Well, he goes, he goes, but he goes you don't recognise him because he's wearing tweeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll look out for him at Cheltenham when yeah. we're there this he year. He still comes in on the reindeer. Yeah. So you don't want to go and see Santa then? All right, if you insist. Okay. <laughs> we, I look we, on their face when he went in. <laughs> It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Oh, they're looking for grandkids. John holding my hand. They're looking for grandkids. <laughs> there are no grandkids. And he wants to see your Santa. What have you got for him? He's no. got £12.63 and he's not paying any more. I, I mean, I, you'd go to Harrods, wouldn't you? You'd I expect would, yeah. some Fabergé egg from him, wouldn't you, really? <laughs> really? I would imagine. 
properly. Yeah. Yeah. I the front for me the for the, me the, for me yeah. the person with the most front this whole weekend was a story I was reading about yesterday mm. was <laughs> was a bloke who inadvertently received a hundred and ninety three grand in his bank account. Oh yeah, and refused to give it back. It yeah. was incredible. What, this, by an error? An yeah, this, accounting yeah, error? Yeah, this bloke, this guy who'd received an inheritance, filled out the, the slip to pay it in, yeah. got one of the, the... He got the wrong sort code. All oh, right. And so it went into an account number. The guy had the same account number as him, but a different sort code. Yeah. And he knew it had gone in there, and, and he was contacted... And he said, no, no, I'm not giving it back. And the bank said, well, I, I, we can't do anything. You've, you've, you've put the money no. into his account. Really? So they said, but we realise it's a bit of an unfortunate for you, so we've made a small token gesture of 25 quid. <laughs> 193 grand. In the end, it cost him 46 grand to go to court and get the money back. Wow. The bloke had to, in the end, A, reveal who he was, and B, actually give the, Can you imagine the front of thinking, no, I'm not giving that back. It's my money now. 193 grand. Oh, you've got some front to do that. Yeah, Not right, did. rude. Anyway, he, he did finally get the money back, which is a good thing. It was all some of it. Anyway, anyway, uh, yes. Mm. Um, well, that's true, be... minus the 46 grand. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We're joined in the studio now by a, a big Spurs fan, musician, a member back in the day of uh, Public Image Limited with John Lydon. Uh, he, uh, he fronts his, his own band these days, Invaders of the Heart, and they are touring uh, starting next year. Joe Wobble joins us. Good to see you. And you, Paul. Thanks yeah, for coming great, in. Said, great to be here. This is, it means something, the creme de la creme of radio. <laughs> I used to listen to your... That, the way the timings work, I'd used to this and then the one with Darren Goff. That was the only two things. I don't listen to radio now at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Apart from if I'm out and about driving in the afternoon, that's the only time I put yeah. it on. But I avoid right. the car now. More likely to be on the train. Oh right, yeah. you were saying that uh, y- your son was it was uh, kind of playing at academies, and you're out and about in the car. That's when I used to listen. There, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be drive all right. I live in Stockport, so I mm. drive away from Stockport to uh, to Wigan. Lovely journey. In the yeah, Russia. and he was Fantastic. there under Roberto Martinez. Martinez yeah? yeah, he was a nice guy. And, yeah. yeah, and that first he had some great coaches there to start with, you know. And he was very he ended up. He was a full pro. He got signed. He, I, well, I was worried about his education, um, so I took him out. Said non league's just as good because I was worried. He, t- he was a bright boy. I don't know where he got it from. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so he, he uh, put me in non league, and then he don't hit the ground running there. So scouts come. So he got Jackie McNamara signed him. But point come, he loves. He's, we're all musicians. We've got mm. family album coming out. Oh wow! Really nice. What was that family in American TV? Anyway, we oh, all yeah. play. Partridge family. That's Partridge family. Partridge yeah. family. So we've got this album coming out. <laughs> Do your own and TV he's got, series on the Partridge own deal family. When he had a point coming, yeah, that's what. Yeah. You know, what does he play? What's the music? Well, he sings, he raps, he plays keyboards. But he misses his child. She grew up in Liverpool, she, mm. but she come from China. So they, Charlie plays Chinese violin or who? My elder boy, John Tai Tai, they called him. He good boxer, oh. but he plays. He Geltman don't like him boxing, which is fair enough. He, plays, <laughs> he knocks on the head, um, and he plays Chinese drums and yanting like dulcimer. But he does his hip hop as well. Wow, that. They're, they're in both societies, if you know what I mean. Because your you tour, know. I see here, starts at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. So that's, that's right. Yeah, a bit of a home. yeah. Well, it, well, me missus runs Pagodi uh, Art Centre there, community mm-hmm. centre. And uh, so it's Liverpool's. Me, elder, John lives there, 
So Liverpool, we've got quite a lot of links with Liverpool. Yes, you know. Do you, do you, you originally because you were a mate of uh, John Lyons, weren't you? So you, were you both kind of North I, London I thought, boys? Well, let's get to it. I've, no, I'm out the East End. I'm out. Oh, Stepney. okay. Yeah, we, we met at Kingsway. That was a college where. It was our sixth form college, I suppose you called it, mm. our college of further education, where Mel Content went. And he'd had, <laughs> he'd had meningitis and he'd missed two or three years of school. He was older than me. I've mm. been expelled from school. And that's where a lot of Mel Contents ended up. Um, King's Cross. So I'd, I'd leave Whitechapel every day, get the tube up there, one very downhill area up to another very downhill area which, yeah, which has changed quite a lot and that's why I met John Abbey Tottenham scarf on and he thought yeah because he's up. a gooner of course he's an absolute gooner yeah but yeah. well, we become mates yeah did you ever could you have joined the Sex Pistols apparently day? so but it mm-hmm. would have been the worst thing ever I've got to tell you that when he got <laughs> into the Sex Pistols so he disappeared from Kingsway yeah and uh Disappeared for a good few weeks at the start of the second year then and he turned up and uh, I said where well, you've been so I'm in a band <laughs> and you might as well have said, "Well, I'm studying to be a neuro <laughs> doctor." Because or not a, the sort of thing seven, that kids like you did then. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I'm, so he said, "Do you want to come down and see him?" So I'm, I'm actually got rough and ready with a ready wit. I like to think like yeah. old East End boys, but I actually thought they're bound to be terrible. <laughs> so I'll go and see him at rehearsal, and I'll, I'll just say the right things like. Oh, it was good. It's really coming on nice. But I thought it's going to be. T- I thought he's going to be. He's going to be useless. Mm. So, so I'll get around to answering it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I got that. The best. Uh, I was amazed how good they were, and the best player in it was Glenn Matlock, the yeah. bass player. He was a great yeah. British, like great bass players. Yeah, yeah. McCartney, uh, Ronnie Lane, you know, and they're great for making guitar chord patterns very interesting yeah, the yeah. inversions they play of the chords you know and Glenn's got that in spades you know so to put me in it wouldn't have been a good fit Public Enemy was better because I could just play naturally my style mm. and they played around me yeah. I was really lucky you know mm. so no one ever said oh, that ain't no they all like Levine like what I did he, you know they were into it so they just fitted everything around my my beelines. Yeah, the Invaders now have been going for a while now, haven't they? Oh yeah, I started yeah. in nineteen eighty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of people come and go. This is Mark Three. This right, one, you know. And um, I, I noticed I was uh, you play a couple of Public Image songs, don't you? I've noticed that on it looks on oh, Spotify. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. Pop Tones, which is my favourite Peel song. Uh, I love everything about that tune to this day. I never get tired of playing it. It's mm. so hypnotic. And um, Public Image, we do a version of that. And I do the same. I like to think I reach the same levels of angry indignancy that John does. <laughs> you never listen to a word I say. You know? And um, we do fodder stomp as well. We do, we do, and we do a, a couple of instrumentals off of mm. that box. But fodder stomp we do, which was the joke song that's actually very good at heart that yeah. gets everyone dancing. Yeah. Um, so, t- I mean, you, I suppose in that your part of London, it could have been West Ham for you. So, why Spurs? Was well, that no, the family my man club? was Millwall fan. His brother was Millwall. Right. Millwall and West Ham. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely, simple. I played bass because of Aston family man Barrett. Yeah, yeah, Bob Marley. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. and I love Tottenham, and I still love Tottenham, even though they bring me nothing but sorrow for the main part because <laughs> um, of Jimmy Greaves. Okay, kind of. yeah, and Son's goal. Yeah, not, we were except that. it was like a fast version of Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> it was very Greaves like, and it was colour yeah. rather than black and white. But we all know, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was, and you were home and away, weren't you, until pretty recently? That's you were right, a big yeah, Spurs yeah. Fan. All over, I, I, my, in the eighties, I'd find out where Tottenham were playing, and I'd book the gigs there. And really? Got, yeah, and I've got this old little. There's a lot of fellas who'd be listening. They'd probably call in, and um, Gibbo died now. He used to be the mainstay of that little firm, but I, they, when Tottenham fans were 
banned from all the hotels in Brussels. There was a lot of trouble. A guy got shot dead there. Yeah, think, yeah. Bless him. Um, and, um, you, you know, I think quite an innocent guy from what I remember back then. But anyway, you couldn't get in hotels because of my connections and that I got everyone in. So I'd say, no scarves, you got to really get in. So <laughs> we all acted like we are at a conference or something. <laughs> yes. up, and then we come out for the evening, so I turn up, so I did, <laughs> yeah. You know, it didn't go down well with did the you, Were there any ever players over the years that were fans of the band, not just Spurs players, but footballers who were fans of the bands when you were, who were playing? Uh, um, I met... The, the, who was the Aussie played for Liverpool? Craig. And Johnson. Oh, oh, Craig Johnson. Young yeah, out of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he came to see us. And what a lovely bloke. It's quite a character, Craig. Yeah, he was a character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so he, he, was, he, he was into it. And there's been a few players, not from Tottenham, I don't think, you know. They're yeah. funny breed footballers. You know? And we have to deal with the not name. As, not as daft as people no. say, but they're a funny, they're like a, a sect footballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In jokes and everything, you know. The name Jar Wobble, is it true that it was... Uh, it, Sid it was Vicious, Sid, yeah. Sid gave him the name, yeah. I still remember we were trying to get in somewhere. It was in West London. And we had the keys to a gaff, mm. and we were very drunk, indeed, and we couldn't manage it. <laughs> well, you just couldn't physically get the key couldn't in the door. Get the key, you know, we had <laughs> falling over. <laughs> he fell over on the boot scraper. I remember the days. Oh, of cool, blimey! Yeah, yeah, that's we good. were lagging, absolutely yeah. lagging. To be fair, and um, <laughs> and it's young and all you, because Jeff and John said, yeah, Waldo, Waldo's my real name, yeah. Yeah. John Joseph Waldo. <laughs> uh, but what, Waldo, I said, I'm going to keep that, Sid, because no one will forget it. Because up to then, it was the four Johns. It was me, John Beverly, Sid, John Lydon, and another guy called John Gray, mm. who worked with the NME for a little while, who was very good mates with John Lydon. You know, so it was the four Johns. We used to drink in the three Johns public house off Pentonville Road, which is still there. <laughs> <laughs> so so, but when yeah. you check in the hotel, do you, you call yourself, they, or do you get the call for Mr. Wobble, come to the reception, do you still get a bit of that? You get or? a bit of that. Yeah. You get a bit of that, but I'm normally under my own name. Yeah. Or they work, if you're having a little purple patch, mm. you actually have a, I used to be John Speed, my old manager would remember that. So yeah. I was, for some reason, I don't know if it was Gary Spokes, who'd be John Speed, and that was the name that I come up with. Because you still, to this day, you do get a few nuisances um, who find you and then think it's funny in the way I used to think it was funny to yeah. phone people at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, you know? right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes, you use a completely hooky name now at times, you know. So the tour, as Andy said, starts at the Cavern, uh, 16th of January, Manchester, Leeds, London, Brighton, Colchester, Cardiff, Bristol, Southampton, Newcastle, a couple of gigs in Glasgow, Exeter, Birmingham, and Nottingham. And a load more have been yeah. added to that. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So, oh, OK. Yeah. I and think you... all the details are on jarwobble.com. That's it, yeah. 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 And uh, we're, we're, we're just quick one on Jose. Well, I mean, I think we're, you're probably sad. Oh, all right. The Start of the season, I said Mourinho was going to get the job here. Laughed okay. out of court by wow. all the Spurs fans. Levia never stomach it. It's too much of a gamble not to have a guy like that. Mm. You have to have a manager with gravitas there. And I'm going to tell you this. Just mm. go like that. Put the sign across your neck when you've had enough of me talking about this, right? <laughs> Last year, <laughs> and uh, Poch, Pochettino was a revelation when he came to the first... It, we can't argue that. Look at the energy levels rose. He was a revelation. But at top, there's always been a streak of daftness and, and spursiness and unprofessionalism. Mm. Whilst Liverpool are flying in the Benfica B team mm. to play a practice game in the week leading up to the Champions League final last year, yeah. where they get that Europe Benfica B team to perform in the way Tottenham do, mm. which is two, two number 10s, you don't run much, I suppose, <laughs> at that time, but whatever, yeah. and yeah. built the fences up so no one could see him doing that. While they're doing that, our manager said, Oh, you know what? 
Yeah, if we if we if we win, I don't know if I'll be here next. You know, after this mm. game, really. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it, it's not very Napoleonic, is it? Point, yeah. yeah, do you know? And so it was all getting daft, and I just want someone there who sets their stall out to win things, who's going to be methodical. I'm a bit OCD-ish. I like things in their place. Mm. I like someone like Dyer. You st- you just sit in front of that back four. You position yourself cleverly. You win balls. You win headers round round the centre circle, and you lay it off. You know, yeah, so he's his He's got. He likes a player like that, doesn't he? Yes. Few stories suggesting they might try and sign Fellaini yesterday. Oh, Three I minutes think, left. Stick I, him in the mix. I don't think that'll happen. But I didn't no. think he was. You know, it was. It got a bit silly at United. How, how decried he was. He wasn't that yeah. bad, Fellaini. You know. But we've yeah, already got one with Dyer in a way. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talksport, Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talksport. Olaf Falafel is a comedian. He gave us the funniest joke at the Fringe this year. A kids' book author, illustrator. We chatted to him about his book, One Giant Leak for Mankind. Uh, and uh, he took the other day. I noticed, uh, as I do, following on Twitter, that he turned his attention to football. He's coming up with some very interesting uh, uh, little drawings. Uh, one featuring Tony Yaboa on a mower in Samoa. Uh, also, Steve Stone and Ian Wone playing trombone and xylophone in an old folks' home. The illustrations are fantastic uh, to accompany them. We had Phil Babb eating a kebab in a cab. Um, and um, we thought we'd get Olaf in um, and to see where this all came from. Good to see you again. Nice to see you, chaps. How's yeah. it going? So this was just a bit of amusement for you, was it really? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I was bored and I did what any sane person would do. I started drawing... Uh, 
90s premiership footballers in situations that rhyme with their surname. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> what else would you do? Classic way, either that or a jigsaw, isn't it? Normally yeah, it's a while away. Yeah. gardening or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I did the, the Yaboa one first because it was just something that was in my head for a while and I had to kind of exercise that demon. And then <laughs> Steve Stone and Ian Wohan kind of popped up and it was kind of just carried on from there. <laughs> And uh, you've you've done another one. You've done a, a Bowie Ian Dowie on the island of Maui, really which is nice. Him holding a uh, holding a, a uh, cocktail. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I put that on Twitter uh, this morning. If anyone wants to see it, um, mm. I, I saw a comment there from a few Luton fans who said it should have been in a Luton kit. And another guy said, "I haven't drawn him ugly enough." <laughs> Everyone's an expert. You noticed that's fantastic. Yeah, well. yeah. Oh, yeah, the Luton one. Uh, what are you thinking? Ricky Hill in deal. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm yeah, trying, trying to get, to get a get 90s vibe on these. Oh, okay. So I'm right. thinking possibly Lars Elstrop. Oh, cool. That's oh, that's not easy to work with, is it? It's not, but well, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get some suggestions. Roy Wegley might be another one. Roy Wegley. Um, can you think of anything with Roy Wegley? I've, I've not thought about it enough <laughs> no. to be honest. Brian Steen would work. Steen would, yeah. yeah, gives you plenty there. Yeah, in East Cheam, you can dress one, as uh, Tony Hancock. One thing, <laughs> if we are going to throw this out to listeners, I, yeah. one thing I'm kind of, I really want to do Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank in a bottle bank, but I want it to be family friendly. Oh, okay. so I, I don't know what he's doing there. Oh, what is he doing <laughs> in a bottle? See. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there right. we go. We've got yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. Driving a tank to a bottle bank. Driving a that, massive tank. A massive yeah. tank. That might work. <laughs> that might yeah. work. Uh, we've asked some of the listeners to come mm. on. We had Alan McAnally and Deli Alley off to marry at the Alley Pally. It's quite nice for, for Neil, the Spurs fan. Roy Keane looking mean on a lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machine in Gretna Green, <laughs> yeah. says uh, Adam. Um, David Pleat, that kind of works. Ooh, David Pleat go. taking up his seat on a plane to Crete. <laughs> and you could have gone in very different directions, Robin Bristol. We thank you that you didn't. Um, Pascal Sigon in a Renault Magon on the Isle of Mon. It doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> when you stretch that one. That's yeah. Rob. I, I had John Terry and George Berry on a ferry to Derry. That's, there you go. We that, like that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Clark in the dark with a lark in a park with Viduka, brackets Mark. Jason Park. It could have been Jason Park. It was there. He had to be there. Our own Ian Danter's weighed in with one. Ian Danter sat with Santa having a bit of banter and drinking Fanta from a large decanter. Yeah, Thank that's you very much. You, yeah, we can give you a reference to that. <laughs> Harry came with a Great Dane on a train to Maine. You could decide whether the Great Dane is a dog or Christian Eriksen, says Andy Martin. And uh, we've got uh, even what um, Tim Vines got involved. Mm. He says, Joe Cole and Paul Gascoigne in a Wendy house. I haven't quite got the hang of this, he admits. <laughs> so thank you very much for that, Tim. <laughs> Peter Shilton with a kit on in the Park Lane Hilton. Is that with a kilt on? Oh, it, uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. With, a oh, a kilt, not, not a kit. I do apologise. With a kilt <laughs> still on. Still needs to be in still, there. Yeah. That's why I, that's still where in I thought the park we were going. Lane Hilton. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would work. Um, and Carl Walker, that was from, he didn't put his name on that, and Carl Walker bowling a Yorker in Majorca, uh, <laughs> says Canary Mark. So the listeners come through, I think they're, so they're, they're good doing ones, good. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to have a sift through and uh, yeah. see if I can... Bring some of these to life. Yeah, that's right. Darren Goff and Dino's off in bed with a cough, <laughs> being looked after by Frank Boff, says Gab, Gab Cancello. Well, which you, is you introduced Frank Boff there and it all, all of a sudden got a little bit sexual, didn't <laughs> yeah, it? Did. Troy Deeney buying a bikini on the no. island of Santorini. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're not having that, that one. You can't have any Watford players. <laughs> exactly. Ben in oh, London, dear. wash your mouth out. Yeah. <laughs> but they're great. I think they've captured the imagination. It's a very good idea. Well, yeah, I, they, they were done purely for my own amusement and now I'm, 
I, a few people have suggested, you know, you could do one of these kind of mm. have by the side of the toilet books. It, so it who, does feel like a who, book, this. It does feel like it. So who it knows does. if there's enough. The, the kids' book, uh, I, I read it to my grandchildren and... Uh, I was loving it, but they were a bit young, I think, because they were like five, four, and three. I think you need to be a little bit... I love the bit. pictures, though, didn't I? I love the pictures, but That's they need the to thing. be a little... I think for sort of four to eight is perfect, that book. Yeah, it's well, I was just very funny. young well. person out there. Yeah. Uh, and she was saying that her... Oh, Becky, child, yeah, on the... Yeah, she's got young, really young it, kids, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, perhaps... I think the good thing is when mm. you're reading books to your kids, uh, it kind of it's good if you can get something out of it as well. They can get something out of it, and the, and the adults can. That's what you aim for, of course. I, I, I try to get a few hidden gems in there, a few mm. little uh, pictorial jokes. Uh, I don't know whether I should say this. Uh, oh. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't. I, I, let me think. No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> good, good man. Let's Continue. just say there's a joke hidden in my Christmas book that's oh, okay. for the adults only. So when oh, right. the, the Chris, tell us about the Christmas oh, book. Oh, the Christmas, Christmas one was out a couple of... Oh, yeah, uh, so it's it was, not a new one. It's no, the, yeah. it was uh, Father Christmas Heard a Parp. That's, oh, yeah, that, that Originally was Originally yeah. Heard a Fart, but yeah. was deemed too rude, okay. but still called Fart in Australia. Oh, okay. Where so, it yeah, is, but where it's it outsold. In Australia, part. apparently, you can swear on daytime radio. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, oh, yeah, apparently. Okay. Bloody. Max was telling me. This, this, he goes just, over there and gets it all out of his system. Yes, he does, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, the Christmas book's still available, I take it, is it? Yeah, the Christmas book's still available. Um, got my one giant leg. Another thing I want to quickly plug whilst well, I'm here. Of course you can, yeah. Um, it's on an art vibe. Yeah. There's a wonderful comedian, Annie McGrath, who has organised uh, an exhibition that starts oh, yeah, on so Friday. Reading about this yesterday, it looks brilliant. Harry Hill's in Harry there. Harry Hill's yeah. in there, yeah. uh, Vic Reeves, Joe Lysett, loads. Of, I've got yeah. my own painting in there, which is of a man with an onion for a head. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet that so you can see that. But yeah, that starts on Friday and it's all in aid of uh, Mental Health UK. And where's that happening? That is at a gallery, I can't pronounce it, but it's near King's Cross. You'll be able to find it on Yeah, oh, OK, that sounds mm. fantastic. I'll, I'll tweet it. And, yeah, and um, has, has life changed since you got the funniest gag at the Fringe? Uh, not really changed. <laughs> I've got a plastic elephant to stick on my mantelpiece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in that aspect, it's changed. But no, look, I, I, I do gigs now and people recognise me from that. Yeah, yeah. And you're still doing it's a lot of stuff in schools, aren't you, with the books? Still visiting lots of schools. I've, I've actually, because the book was about the 50th anniversary of the moon landings, the idea was to visit 50 schools. I, I ended up, because they were quite popular, hmm. I've I've now got, I think, three left till I've visited 100. My oh, 100th one is on the That's 18th. Great of December so yeah it's going really good and uh, mm. so we'll keep our eyes open for you to do a bit more with these football drawings I think pressure may be brought about the publishers should be in touch I oh yeah think. definitely yeah and see if they see if you can get these get, get me a, a decent Luton one in there as well yeah, of course good stuff well good to see you Olaf go and check them all out uh, on uh, Twitter uh, what, 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 just remind us the website as well with it. it's yeah. the unexpected Porcupine. <laughs> that's, that's the publisher is Unex Porcupine of the book, yeah. yeah. And that that just... came from uh, one of my Edinburgh shows was called Expect the Unex Porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at Olaf, uh, at O Falafel, isn't it? On, uh, on O Falafel, yeah. Twitter. Sounds like an Irish Middle Eastern person. <laughs> Go and check them out. Good to see you as always. Thank Love you very much for coming in. We Cheers. appreciate it. Olaf Bye -bye. Falafel. Go and find those really funny. Thanks for all your suggestions. Roy Keane in Aberdeen on the lash with Mr. Bean. And Kevin in Chester. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, Graham Pole and Ashley Cole singing soul while shoveling coal, says. Uh, Too many coals. Yeah. 
Sally Gunnell and Pippa Funnel digging a tunnel in. We need a place to be doing that in. Um, I don't know. Nothing rhymes with that. Does it? No, particularly. Really, Thank no. you, Gab. Ian Wright, Mark Bright having a fight on a flight to the Isle of Wight. That's quite good, yeah. isn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Don't ask me. Now, last week, uh, Andy Jacobs, uh, well, not not actually Andy Jacobs, Sockley Park, Andy's puppet pal, got five out of five in Don't Ask Me, so you brought him back, haven't you? I have. Are you all right, Sockley? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. It's fantastic. This, you're listening to Talk Sport, in case you wondered. Um, and, okay, it's the first question, and based on uh, last week's show, we spoke mm. to Todd Macklin on uh, Friday. Mm. We, we found out about a Bengals fan who said that he wouldn't do what until his team... One, he was living somewhere else. you remember where he was living, the Bengals fan? Said he would live somewhere else until his team won. They won, he was able to move back in. Come on, Sockley, Go on, Sockley, come on, it's pretty <laughs> What's easy. What's wrong with you? Where did he Fool. go and live? I can't remember. Oh, it's... Sockley's let us down. Sockley's let you down? Yeah, I don't know. I'll see if I can remember. No. Uh, on, on his roof. He lived on his oh, roof. Don't yeah. you remember the Bengals Don't fan? Do you remember that, Socrates? Yeah. You really are getting into this. Uh, Rick Riley, author and journalist, joined us. His book about uh, how yeah. golf explains Donald Trump mm. is called What? Commander in Chief. Commander oh, in well Chief. Well done, Sockley. You're back. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about him now. Uh, Rob Cross, the darts player, joined us. Uh, what's his nickname? Oh. It goes back to his uh, job as an electrician. Uh, come on, come on, Sockley. Sparky? Not Sparky, oh, no, that's Voltage. A, that's Mark Hughes, you idiot. Yeah. Um, he's actually talking. <laughs> he's ta- He's looking at it no, as he method. says. I'm he's a he's method a, You are method, aren't you? I'm very method. We spoke to Niall Ramsbottom, uh, who uh, from was uh, about uh, some golf research. What yeah. university in Ireland was he from? Limerick. Limerick, well done, fair <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> and uh, just, anyway, just, this is immaterial. Uh, Morris Hamilton joined us, Formula One expert. Material, yeah, we talked. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's quite a basic material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't put him near a naked <laughs> flame, will Very you? Because so. he'll go straight up. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, where did Lewis Hamilton win his final Grand Prix of the season? Come on, Sockley. Come on, Sockley. Um, uh, Abu Dhabi. Oh, well done, yeah. Where did oh, that brilliant. come from? It's brilliant. The old recesses <laughs> of his mind. So three out of five for Sockley. He might bad. be back next week. Be uh, well, I think we'll get Andy looked at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll That's ca- going to do the whole show the rest of the week. Oh, that'll be good. Uh, we'll catch it. Is he, is he ranting about Chelsea's defence as well, he's Sockley? Very, he's very unhappy. Oh, he's an Arsenal fan, Sockley, isn't he? He'll be he there is, tonight. But he feels that if even if he'd been playing at centre-half, he would have had a better game than Christmas. <laughs> okay. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow with the former Wolves keeper, Carla Kimi, joining us in the studio. He's written his uh, autobiography. And uh, we look forward to seeing him. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 